This week's episode, we're starting out with the stoner quote of the week. Next, we have a listener testimonial, and then we're rounding it all out with the infused vegetable pancit, stir-fried noodles and vegetables. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host and certified Ganger Marge, and I love helping cooks make safe and effective edibles at home. I'm so glad you're here, and thank you for joining me today. All right, friends, I'm very excited about this week's episode. Also, another one brought to us by Chef Charlene, who is going to be on next week's episode. I'm so excited for you guys to hear that conversation because it was great. And I think you will learn a lot. Now, before we get into that, as I mentioned, I keep calling it the stoner quote of the week, but a lot of the people who are saying these quotes are not what you would consider the quintessential stoner. I'm really trying to break free of that whole kind of stigma when it comes to cannabis. Like, what is a cannabis user? You can see someone like Barack Obama, or or we did the quote already from Martha Stewart, or it could be any number of people in between. It could be people who like to go out and skateboard. It could also be a busy professional or a frazzled mother. It could be all those people in between. So there is no one stereotypical definition of a cannabis user. So I'm not going to, I'm going to try and remember to not call them stoner quotes because all kinds of people use cannabis for all kinds of different reasons. That's the beauty of this plant. But I digress. This week's quote, this week's cannabis quote, that's what I'm going to call it. This week's cannabis quote comes from Lana Glazer. She's a comedian. And if you've ever watched the show Broad City, she is one of the dynamic duo, Abby and Lana in that show. A fantastic show. Very cannabis friendly as well. And if you haven't seen it, it's worth checking out. It's pretty funny. And she says, I'm surprised when people who don't usually smoke weed are into edibles. I can't believe that. Now, Lana, why can't you believe that? There are so many of us out there who aren't smoking a lot for a lot of different reasons. There's so many health reasons as to why people don't want to smoke or vape or what have you. And edibles really provides that perfect way to medicate in a healthy and long-lasting way as well. I mean, we all know once you pop that edible into your mouth and it starts to kick in, you're going to be feeling it for a few hours, which is, of course, why overdosing is such a problem when you're enjoying edibles. But yeah, there's so many people out there who I think really do prefer edibles. Of course, me being one, which is the whole reason I started this show, because I figured there'd be other people out there like moi. And it turns out there is. There's lots of us out there. We are legion. We are loving the fuck out of those edibles. And I have to admit, after starting working at the dispensary, I did start to smoke a little bit more, although I use a dry herb vaporizer, which is a vastly different experience than smoking a joint. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I find sometimes smoking joints... I'm a pretty I'm pretty big lightweight because I'm leaning more towards edibles for the last lots of years. But the taste and the flavor that you get from the vape is so fantastic. And of course, we all know that that already vaped cannabis or the already vaped bud, where however you like to call it, is decarbed and ready to use in some of your favorite infusions. So that's kind of a win-win. But if you're not into that, no big deal. Edibles are enough for many people. I also find that edibles, now that I have been enjoying legal cannabis for the last few years, and again with my experience working in the dispensary, is a lot of folks find edibles are very attractive and 
safe entry point into trying cannabis because you don't necessarily need to go out and buy yourself rolling papers and learn how to roll. You don't need to figure out how to use a bong or a dab rig. Not that any new users would probably be going to the dab rig route route right away, but you know, you don't really need anything other than the edible itself. So it is a very safe entry point, but of course that comes with a lot of the cautions that we all know have to go along with that is to start low, go slow, be careful. Don't worry about finding your ideal potency all in one sitting because it's not going to happen. And that's a surefire way to fuck yourself up beyond belief and never want to do it again. So of course I'm preaching to the choir here. But again, it never hurts to say it, start low, go slow, because you may be advising friends and family who ask questions, because as we all know, if you are into edibles and you make it known to some of the people around you, they're eventually probably going to ask you something about it. So you want to be able to advise them properly so that they will come back to you and say, hey, that was great. Show me more. In any case, moving on to the listener testimonial. Now, I got this message recently from Rick and he is in New Mexico and he says from an expat Ontario Canuck in the American Southwest I want to say say that I'm enjoying your show and would love to receive your newsletter I've been a medical user for about four years after some quote-unquote experience back in the 70s and 80s now New Mexico is legal for recreational and medical and to grow your own smoke can be a bit much for me so I really enjoy my edibles though I'd like to branch out and make my own treats to break up the monotony. Thank you, Rick, for those kind words. And I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, when you are able to make some of your own edibles, you really do break up the monotony because I find a lot of the times when you're buying them in the store or from an illicit source or gray market source, I don't like to say illicit because honestly, a lot of those folks came along long before the big corporate players that seem to flood a lot of legal cannabis. But in any case, you tend to get the same kind of stuff in the stores. You get gummies, you might get a cookie, you get brownies. Uh, They were coming out with a bit of hot sauce when I was at the dispensary. But I mean, it's not necessarily very imaginative. And it does tend to be the same stuff over and over again. And even when you're getting into things like cookies, I, I remember noting with some coworkers that There were no expiry dates on some of that stuff, oddly enough, at least where I was. And when you're getting into consumer packaged goods, you have to get into preservatives and all kinds of things so they have the stable shelf life and all that kind of thing. And it's not necessarily as healthy as you might want it to be. And edibles don't have to be that way. That's why we're here, friends, taking control of our high lives. And one way we can do that is by making our own. And then you can make them exactly how you want, enjoy them when you want, and break up the monotony by trying something different, like today's recipe. I'm so excited about this one. The inf- Well, I feel like I say that every single week. Yes, I'm excited about all the edibles that I make, of course. But I'm particularly interested in trying recipes that aren't just your typical sweets to break up some of that monotony, as we were just talking about. And this one, the infused vegetable pancit, which is a stir-fried noodles and vegetable dish, definitely fits that bill. And now, this one was also, I think I said at the beginning of the show, inspired by, sent to me by Chef Charlene Kaabe, a Filipino chef who is doing amazing things out in California. She was, I don't want to say too much more actually, because she's going to be uh, in next week's episode and you'll hear a lot more about what she's been doing and learn some tips and tricks from a cannabis chef who's been doing this for quite some time. So, and she began her culinary career long before the formal education started. 
But she sent me this recipe to share with all you folks, and I hope you give it a try because like last week's recipe, which I will link to in the show notes as well, if you didn't have a chance to hear that recipe or get the re- or get the get the recipe so you could try it out yourself. This one's pretty simple to put together. And that's what I really love about some of these dishes that are a little outside what you might think of when you think traditional edibles, because I think I was just saying this last week too, you don't always want sugar. Or I think the one thing that I really missed when I was listening off the reasons why you might not want a sweet edible is that some people just don't have a sweet tooth. I tend to forget that sometimes because my sweet tooth is such a rager, but there's lots of people out there who prefer the salty, the savory over the sweet. So this one is for you folks out there who are tired of just seeing cookies and brownies and that kind of thing, and you want something different. And you can whip up a quick dish like this, then there's no reason why you can't infuse it as well. Now, it's essentially, like it says, it's a a fried noodle and vegetable dish. So there's not a whole lot more that you need to put together for this one. If you already had some of the items from last week's recipe... Actually, none of those apply, so never mind. (laughs) But if you do cook Asian cuisine, you're going to have some of these items on hand. So what you're going to need, I ended up using, of course, she says to use, it calls for two to three tablespoons of an infused cooking oil. Once again, I used avocado oil. So I already had an infused avocado oil. So of course, I used it for this one as well, because it does make a great cooking oil because it has a high smoke point, a higher smoke point than olive oil. So it is great for cooking in and it's very healthy as well. And essentially what you're going to need for this one is the rice noodles. You're going to need a selection of vegetables. I can get get into those in a minute. And you're going to need soy sauce and fish sauce. And that's pretty much it. That's what's so great about these types of dishes. They can be so easy to put together. Now she called for, as far as the vegetables go, green onions, garlic, chopped cabbage, finely sliced carrots, thinly sliced celery, snow peas, and a slice of lemon, probably for garnish afterwards. And that was it. Now, I have to admit that when I went to the store to pick up the items for this, I completely forgot to get the cabbage and the snow peas. I think when I ended up going, it was pretty busy. And sometimes when it's busy, I get a little frazzled and I'm just like, ah. And if I don't have a good list ready, then I tend to forget things. But so I ended up leaving those items out myself, even though I would have liked to have included them because I find, uh, of course, anybody who's trying to follow a relatively healthy diet knows that eating the rainbow and getting a selection, a variety of different vegetables is always healthy for you. And I don't tend to eat cabbage a whole lot, although I do like sauerkraut. Or if you can infuse that. Anyway, I digress. That's for another day. I also forgot the snow peas, which was sort of disappointing because I love snow peas. I don't know how I forgot that. So I think I just substituted some other vegetables that I did have on hand. I I had some red uh, red peppers that I used in lieu of, and I may have used mushrooms. I should have written that down. I kind of forget now. But as always, folks, you can always substitute items in your list for what you do happen to have on hand because it happens. You go to the store and you had end up forgetting something that was on your list and you don't realize it till you go to put together a dish like you're preparing for and realize that the item you wanted is still on the grocery store shelves. So it is going to happen. Now she also calls for two cups of soaked rice noodles. Now the rice noodles here, you're going to want to make sure you get some good rice noodles. I 
think this is one of those other instances where I, what was I thinking that day? Did I go to the store stoned? I don't know because I didn't have the rice noodles that I, I wanted on hand. And I ended up using some vermicelli noodles that I had in my cupboard already. And those were okay, but I do like the bigger, broader noodle, the rice noodles that she was probably referring to. So do try and get some good rice noodles. You can get those at the grocery store. I find grocery stores are getting better and better ethnic ethnic sections now. So there's a bigger selection of these types of items in the store shelves. I do have a favorite Asian grocer that I go to downtown in my town as well. And they have a fantastic selection. So if you have one of those in where you live, check that out too. Because I always find their prices are so much better quite a bit better, like significantly. So sometimes it's worth the extra stop if it's not too far out of your way. Because we always have to consider our carbon footprint too, don't we? You are heating a large wok or saucepan. I admit I used a saucepan. I used to have a wok, but I found that I didn't really use it enough to justify the space that it took up. So I did get rid of it. And you're going to heat the pan with some cooking oil. You fry your garlic and your onions until they're brown. And and then you add the rest of your prepared vegetables. You're, while this is happening, you're draining your soaked noodles because you did let, have to let them soak for a little bit. Usually it doesn't take that long though. I find like five to 10 minutes and you take out some of the stir fry mixture that you've cooked up and then you add in your noodles and then this is where, and you add changes to high heat and this is where you put in your infused oil, your soy sauce and the fish sauce. Did I mention that earlier? You need soy sauce and fish sauce for this one. If it starts to stick, you might add a little bit of water if you need to, but you stir fry it until most of the liquid has cooked away and there's nothing, no soup visible at the bottom. This isn't supposed to be soup, but then you serve it with your vegetables, any kind of favorite dish that you want on the side. I didn't tend to do that. I actually just, cause I love a huge bowl full of noodles. It said you could also serve it with some steamed rice, but I didn't do that either. But this one was really tasty too. And if you do have a penchant for spice, you could certainly sprinkle in some chili pepper or something like that on the top to give it some extra spice as well. So this one was really great too. And I think if you give it a shot, you should let me know how you liked it. This one would be wonderful infused and not infused if you have friends over. If you are having people, you're cooking for people who aren't into or who aren't into edibles period then you could always maybe add a, a teaspoon of your infused oil on top of your own dish and just leave the rest uninfused that's always another way to handle this as well as long as you know well if the teaspoon is strong enough for you for example but of the avocado infused avocado oil you could always drizzle that on top of yours and then do it that way as well because there's always more than one way to do a thing isn't there, friends? So I'm really looking forward to the interview next week with Chef Charlene Kaabe. I think you are all going to enjoy it. These recipes that she's created are just something to give you an introduction, a little background as to what she's about, her impact in the culinary cannabis space. Until next week, my friends, give this one a shot, enjoy some tasty edibles, and as always, stay high. <laughs>